Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Sister Sarah's done poke fun at me tonight. She told me to remember that the children have school tomorrow. So I made her a promise. I would preach a short sermon long. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I, that, that's that's. I'll just do my best. I'll get you out of here in time to go to school in the morning. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, I do feel the presence of the Lord in this place. And uh, I, I'm just, I'm just going to preach. And how many is going to help me preach? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I feel His anointing. Amen. God been dealing with me this week, and I've been over here at church and, and prayed and sought God and spent afternoon, most of it over here too. And I want to encourage and strengthen you tonight. Hallelujah. Sister Sarah says it's going to be a convenient message. So it, it may be. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping it is. By the help of the Lord, I want it to be convenient. I'm going to turn to Psalms chapter number 37. I don't think there's anything new to be preached in the Word of God, but we can preach it over and over and it's still good. Praise the Lord. Sister Evie, it's good to have you back again tonight. She's just, she's just been a part of this church, you know. They're, they're back home, so hey. I kind of like her sitting there by Sister McGee. That just just does my heart really good. Psalms 37. My, didn't, didn't Brother Mason just tear it up this morning? He, he dug around us this morning. I'm telling you. Sir, if you didn't get anything out of that this morning, you weren't listening. But I heard some that was listening. They come by and told me about it. They were listening. I'm going to start at verse number 23 tonight. Psalms 37. The steps of a good man, everybody said a good man, are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, everybody said, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. David says, I have been young and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh and forsaketh not his saints. And forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved. Everybody said preserved. Forever. But the seed of the wicked. Shall be cut off. Would you pray with me. Heavenly Father. Thank you for the word. Ask your Lord to overshadow us tonight. With the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Speak through these lips of clay. Let me encourage, Lord, through your word and strengthen your people tonight to preach without fear or favor, Lord, yet with love and mercy tonight. Let me love mercy, God, I pray. Help me, Jesus. Lord, let this people go home, Lord, different than they came because you have spoken to them and encouraged them. In Jesus' name. Amen, and you can be seated. Thank you, Lord. I want to preach on this subject tonight. Amen. 
Anybody been through anything lately? Let me preach this to you. It's just temporary. It's just temporary. Most of the things in life that we worry about are only temporary. Yet it seems that those things get us down until we can hardly get up again. It's just seemingly that way. The enemy is always bothering you about your past, and he never says hardly anything about your future. You ever notice that? He always takes you back to the past. He wants you to remember what you did back there. And, and I'm going to tell you, even in, the, even in that, even if the enemy speaking into your ear and telling you how bad of a girl or a boy or a man or a lady that you've been, if he reminds you of your past sins and he reminds you of every last single thing that you've done, and he does, he reminds you all the junk. He brings all the junk to your ears. I want you to remind him that this is just temporary. Because one of these days, I'm not going to have to listen to him because I'm going to be in a place called heaven <laughs> where the sickness has got to go, the pain's got to go. Woo! Come on. Hallelujah. He don't like to hear that. Amen. I, verse number 23 there says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I want you to know the steps is the course that we are on. We're on a course. Anybody know that? We're on a course. It's not a, it's not a golf course, but it's a course of life that we're on. And we're headed someplace. Anybody headed someplace? I, I don't know you about you, but I'm on my way. I'm sending up timber, as the old song used to say. Hallelujah. Every day I'm sending up timber. And the Bible said that those good, that good man, is, uh, his steps are ordered by God. That word ordered there in the Hebrew means they are directed by, or fitted to, or arranged by. I like that fitted to. It's great when God fits your life according to his will. I want us to get in that place and we let God fit our life according to His will. So may I say it this way, that our course is fitted and arranged by God. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, what, I'm gonna, uh, let me just tell you this. Even if you're out of God's will, I'm going to tell you, you're fitted and arranged by God because He'll use the bad for His good. Yes, sir. That's the way God does. You, you think, well, I've, I've, I've got this. No, you haven't. God's got it. He's the boss. He's the one in control. Amen. You see, steps are important. Huh. See, see that good man that it talks about there, the scripture is talking about a man that, that means business with God. It's talking about a valiant man. A man that will fight for God's work and God's cause. We need some of those. Come on. We're living in a day and age where people no longer fight for what they believe. Come on. Hallelujah. It's easier to go the way of the world and just fit in with the crowd and you don't have to worry about where you're going because they'll kind of just lead you on through. Because that way is crowded. But straight is a gate and narrows the way that leadeth to heaven. And the Bible said, few there be that find it. It's not, it's not a way that's crowded, but still, you know, everybody's going to heaven. But I want to remind you that hell was the one that was enlarged. It wasn't heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Steps are important. And not everybody takes the same length of step. I want to remind you. I, I, want, to get, I want to get some things down pat tonight. We, we need not to be picking on others. You know, we're picking on their journey down through life. 
Come on. Picking on the mistakes they're made and how fast they're, they're doing. They're just not doing very well in our estimation. But we failed to look back where we came from. We failed to see where we came from. Come on. Woo. We were all sinners, only saved by grace. <laughs> Each one of us received the same kind of grace. Come on. In God's eyes, it didn't take any more grace to save one than the other. His grace is sufficient. <laughs> no matter who it is, no matter what kind of sin you've committed, His grace is sufficient. And we're living in a temporary world. Woo. Temporary troubles, temporary sicknesses. Come on. It's all just temporary. But I'm here to tell you that His grace is sufficient for the hour. No matter what you're going through, God's grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. Whoo, glory. Hallelujah. 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 Let me tell you, the Lord isn't looking for so much, uh, not, not looking at so much as the length of the step. He's not looking at that. You know what he's looking for? He's looking to see if you're moving forward. <laughs> see, not all of us is going to grow with the same. Some babies grow faster than others. Some of them walk before others. You know, but it's all in the step. And, and if your baby's growing and, and, he's, and he's walking, then you know everything's going to be all right. Don't matter if it's a little baby or if it's a big baby. Not all of us grow at the same rate. Here I am, 68 years old. I, I'll never see a foot like Alex. Can you imagine what that boy would be if he wasn't all turned down for foot? I'm telling you, church, we're living in a temporary world. But I want to remind you that we're headed for a place of eternity. My Lord, I can shout about that a little bit. Come on. I said we're living in a temporary world, but we're headed for an eternal place. Heaven is eternal. Ha <laughs> ha. Woo. <laughs> well, glory. This is just temporary. This is just for a moment, if you please. But there is a place called heaven that is eternal. Eternally no more pain. I'll have a full head of hair. Brother Mike, Brother Bob. Sister McGee, get out one of my old pictures and look at it because I'm going to look like that. Come on. Hear me, church. You're not going to be old and decrepit anymore. You're going to have a new body. Well, glory, if I can shout down here, can you imagine what I can do up there? Come on, church. I don't care. You may be able to only shout in your head right now. You may not be able to run the aisles, but I'm here to tell somebody that it's only temporary. Don't worry about it right now because one of these days, you're going to be able to run. You're going to be able to jump. Come on. You ain't going to be sick. No more pain. Woo! Hallelujah. This is just temporary. Temporary stuff. You're just going through temporary trials. After a while, the trials is all going to be over. No more Crohn's, no more diabetes. No more triple bypasses. No more pills, Sister McGee. She's my druggist. She, she gets them out and puts them all in 
these little paces every day that I have to take, you know. I never thought I'd ever be taking pills. Of course, I take, I take more of those natural things than I do pills. But I'm here to tell somebody it's just temporary. Ooh, glory. I may have low sugars now, honey, but I'm going to be sweet enough that I ain't going to have any then. Ooh, glory. Heaven's going to be sweet. Somebody said it's going to be sweet. And I want to tell you, it's not going to be temporary there. It's forever. Come on. It's eternal. Somebody say eternal. I like to hear that word. Glory. If you don't like to hear it, then probably you're not ready for it. (laughs) Glory. Hallelujah. The Lord is looking for the forward movement. He's not looking at how, what the length of your step is. I know, yeah. here we make a couple steps forward and it seems like we get knocked back. Bless God, so and so ain't where they used to be. Well, if you're talking about them, you're probably not either. While you're watching them, you're losing ground. Come on, my Bible said to keep your eye on the prize that is set before you. In other words, you don't look back over your shoulder to see if anybody's following you. You look ahead to the one you're headed to. I don't know about you, but I want to see Jesus. Can I just throw a little note in here for you? Did you know the devil isn't in front of you? He's behind you. Boy, that'll preach. Come on. He's behind you because you notice what he's always trying to do, get you to look back toward him. He's got to be behind you. He's always reminding you of what's back over your shoulder. He don't remind you of heaven. He don't remind you how good things can be, but how bad you've been. And it was better back then than it is now. I don't know about you, but honey, I'm headed. Well, I'm on my way to that fair land. I'm on my way. Praise the Lord. I'm on my way. Come on. This is just temporary. Just, just temporary. Somebody say, just temporary. See, the baby's first steps are important. You didn't mind if they fell. It was expected. But it was part of the process. Somebody say part of the process. Let me tell you, in your walk with God, don't mind if you fall. It's part of the process. The only thing you want to do, don't stay down. Just get back up and say, I'm going again. <laughs> don't look back. Don't, don't, get, don't get down and roll and kind of look and see where you've been. Honey, don't even roll that way. Let's roll forward. I'm on my way. I, 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 if, if you want to look back, go ahead. Hey, Lot's wife did, and she turned into a pillow of salt. Come on. If you don't keep your eyes before you, you'll turn into whatever you was before. That probably is not pretty. Thinking about wants to go there. No, 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 no. Don't want to be what I was. I'm heading the right direction. It's going to be all right. I failed. I've got back up. And I'm on my way. It's just a process. You just, you just keep, you know, the baby, you just keep picking them up. And you set them back on their feet. And you encourage them, you know, to try it again. Come on, you can do it. Yeah, I can see them all red lined up. You know, I can still remember it. I may be Papa and... You know, great papa and all that good stuff, but I can still remember the baby stories. Sister McGee, you get on one side and I get on the other, and we stand it up, and she said, come on, come on, come on. Come on, Roberta, come on. You can do it, you can do it. 
and she'd fall and we'd set her up and she'd make that little trip to mama and she'd take her and she'd turn her around and, you know, you want to walk them in a straight line, get them started straight. Come on, get them started straight. There's enough curves in the road without you getting them crooked. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Hey, we're in the church house, but I'm telling you, it seems like we can't go down a straight road. It's narrow and it's straight, and we can't somehow keep it going right. We're on our way. There's a prize set before us. There is a finish line, and this is just a temporary place, and I'm headed to some place that's glorious, unspeakable. Come on. Nobody can even, I have not seen, ears not heard, neither has it entered me or her mind because we can't fathom it, but it's so pretty and it's so, it's so blissful that there's no words to explain it. So that's why I give you the Holy Ghost. So every now and then you'd get speaking that heavenly language and you get a little heaven down here. When you get all carried away up here, you know, you're shouting and dancing, speaking in tongues. That's the closest you'll ever see heaven until you get there. Come on. So this thing is just temporary. We might as well just get it up and say, hey, I'm headed on. Don't nobody get in my way. I'm headed to heaven. Oh, I like this. Mason is like it too. I think he was over at Germany and went on that highway, whatever they call it. You know, no speed limit. He loved it. Yeah, the Audubon. Let me tell you something. Y'all like Audubon? You think you'd like to go there and just drive on that for a little while? Wouldn't that be neat? Let me tell you, you're on an Audubon right now. There is no speed limit in this thing. You can go just as hard as you can go. Come on now. And can I tell you, that's what's even better than this. This is... Just temporary. But when you get over there, honey. Hmm. In fact, when I leave this world, the trumpet's going to sound. And the dead in Christ is going to rise first. Can I tell you that in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. You, just, just twinkle your eye. Shut your eyes real quick and open them. That's how quick. One fortieth of a second. I'm going to pass Brother Bob from this world to eternity. This is just temporary. In one fortieth of a second, oh, the temporary thing can turn into eternity. Man, if you just fandom that for a little while. I'm talking about something that's great. And Sister McGee, if we could just board a bus tonight, I wouldn't even have to finish that bathroom at home. Fiddles with that thing. Lincoln can just stay out there in the parking lot. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> well, God knew it. I get a new body in that 40th of a second, too. Going to be changed in a moment and twinkling. <laughs> I'm getting to like this. Whew, glory. How would to God that we could get this frame of mind in the church and put it back to the childhood when the babies was walking. I wish we could get that frame of mind that there are some people that it's going to take longer than others that are taking baby steps because they're not grown up yet. And some of them's been here for a while, but they still haven't grown up, and that's all right as long as we're moving forward. God said, it's all right. It's just a temporary thing. Come on. He's looking for forward movement. Everybody say, forward movement. And if you're moving forward, God said, I'm going to tell you, I don't care how slow you're going. He's back there going. 
One more step. Bless God, they're moving forward. While the old adversaries are there, well, bless God, they ought to be in the now. I'm telling you, this is so terrible. They're going to be working on it when Jesus comes. Yeah, and they might make it, you may not. It's not how fast you run. Come on. That rabbit, he, he, he got a head start on the tarpon, and he just laid down and took him a nap. Before you know it, oh, oh, Mr. Tarpon had done passed him up. You know what? While you're sleeping, that, you know, so-and-so might have already passed you up. Come on, slow poke. How do you know you're ahead? How do you know you're ahead? I don't know about you, but I don't really have anything to judge that by. But he does. He knows where you're at. He knows what part of the journey that you're in. He knows how far you have been and how far you've got to go. Oh, I told you I want to encourage you. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell somebody, you are going to fall. But it's only temporary. Get back up, try it again. I want somebody to know that baby steps are all right. Come on. It's, it's not, the race is not to the swift. But it's he that endureth. Now, I don't know about you, but that word endureth changes the whole thing. That makes it sound hard. You got to live a hard life to live it easy. A play on words. Come on. Hallelujah. This is just temporary. The Lord is not asking for your giant steps in the beginning. In fact, if you fall, and you will fall, He will help you back up and head you down the right direction again. If you get to looking back, you know sometimes when you fall, you get lost to which direction you were in. Well, He sets you back on your feet and heads you in the right direction again. There is too many people in our world and even in the church world today that is listening to the enemy that said, Hey, this looks a whole lot better back here. Honey, you ain't seen grass like you're going to see. In fact, I, you know, I'm thinking about this, but, uh, you know, streets of gold. Gates of Pearl. Everybody, sound, it sounds pretty richy to me. You know, I'm, I don't think I've ever, well, maybe, maybe a gold dollar or something like that I've held, but that's, that's the biggest gold piece I've held. But one of these days, I'm going to be walking on it. It's going to be so plentiful that I'm going to walk on it. Looks like Crystal glass, it's so, it's so pure. Who? Come on. Let me tell you, what you're walking on on this old black earth right now is just temporary. Come on. The mud puddles that you're walking through and them fences that you're crossing is just temporary. Come on. The gates that you got to open now are just temporary. Come on. Hallelujah. Trials are just temporary. Broken down cars are just temporary. Bent up fenders is just temporary. I'm going to a place where they don't even need a traffic light. In fact, don't even need cars. 
too. You think of that. Thousand mile an hour, and I'm already there. Going downtown heaven. I'm going down to Jerusalem and that new Jerusalem. Go shopping. Moment twinkling in my eye. I'm there. Come on, church. This is just temporary. Hallelujah. God is always dealing with details. Everybody said details. Can I tell you what details is? It's small steps in the Bible. Just small steps. Matthew 6, verse number 34. Hallelujah. 634. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient. Everybody said sufficient. Unto the day is the evil thereof. Come on. You'll run into enough evil without having to hunt it up. You see sin, hear sin. Come on. You don't have to hunt it. <laughs> so take no thought. This is just temporary. Don't take no thought of what you're going through. Hey, this diabetes is just temporary. Yeah, come on. This heart that they operated on and give me three bypasses, triple bypass. It's just temporary. I'm going to have a brand new heart. And it will never quit. Never, 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 never think about that. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Matthew 6, 25 and 26. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What ye shall eat. Or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not life more than meat, and the body more than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather in barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Aren't ye much better than they? Come on. He's looking around and he said, I take care of the birds. I feed them. They don't have to go work. And aren't you much, but I think more of you than them birds. Because I made you in the image of God. You're a godly image. Evidently, a lot of people don't like to be in the image of God. There's a whole world that's walking that's not the image of God. It's quite the opposite. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be in a church that's got a godly image. Hallelujah. Matthew 6, 28. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. Come on, let me tell you, this thing is only temporary. We know it's spring because we walk outside. Sister McGee, our hostesses are up. They're quite high, looking real well, even though I haven't got a mulched yet. Our little tree out there has got all kinds of little buds on it. Our rose of Sharon. It looks so good because I trimmed it during the winter, trimmed it back, and now it's just blossoming out with all these little bitty buds because I pruned it. You know what? There are some people in church that needs pruned. It helps to cut back. I'm going to tell you, there's some things in the church we need to get rid of, like gossip. We need to nip that in the bud. 
I had a story about it. I should have I should have brought it. I've got a little story about gossip. So true, too. Sorry I didn't bring it. I might have to read it some other time. Glory. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, and they toil not, neither do they spin. Matthew 10, 29 and 30. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. In other words, come on, church. He counts the sparrows that fall. And you think he's not going to watch out for you? Let me tell you, we're living in a temporary world, but I'm telling you, he's walking with you every day you walk. There is guardian angels about you. Everybody's got their own guardian angel. Come on, I'm telling you. There is one walking with you. You may think you're alone, but I'm telling you, he has sent some people to protect you. Yes, he has. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. I'm going to tell you, it takes longer to number some of them than it does the others. But don't you fret and make fun of my bald head because one of these days I'm going to have just as much as you got. He won't have one less in mind than he will yours. Have a full, however big my head is, it's going to be full of hair. Probably curly's just like Brother Mason's. Glory. I'll be blessed. Hallelujah. God teaches man how to live from day to day. Everybody said from day to day. That's a day at a time. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. Come on. Just one day at a time. Come on. That's what he's doing. Hallelujah. See, somebody say details. You know how it is. You set out to order your children's steps. Even if you didn't make it to where you wanted to in life, you're working out your children's steps now. Mm-hmm. You set out to order your children's steps through life and you try to help them shape their career. And you do shape them. You do. Even more than you think because they watch you more than they listen to you. Lord just kind of spoke that in my spirit the other day. That you know, I used that little saying, you know, that you're the only Bible that some people read. Let me tell you, your children watches you more than they listen to you. If daddy done it, then it's all right. If mama done it, it's all right. But that's not always so. Come on. That's why we need to head them down that straight and narrow path. And we need to get their eyes on the prize. Come on. There, there is a reckoning day. And if you get your eyes on the prize, then you won't pay attention and be sidetracked by everything else. I, yeah, I've heard all those stories, you know. Daddy says, do what I say and not what I do. That isn't teaching them anything. If you want your kids to pay tithes, you pay tithes. That's the way they learn. When they get that allowance, you lay 10%. Boy, huh? I guess this is a double message. Hmm. I better shut up on that. Getting Brother Mason's territory here. Hallelujah. They watch, everybody say they watch me more than they listen to me. 
And every now and then it comes up, well, why can't I do it? You did. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Let me ask you the question. Is that good or bad? That they watch you more than they listen to you. In our text, the allusion is to a man that's on a journey who stumbles and falls. Yet it's just temporary. He gets back up by an invisible hand because God's with him. Now let me go back and let me pick up verse 24 of Psalms 37. And it says, though he falls. That though he fall, it is more than possible that you may fall. I said it's more than possible that you may fall. But notice he indicates that you will not stay down. Though you fall. In other words, if I fall, I'm going to help you up. Come on. I don't know whether you see that underlying promise in there or not, but... Though you fall, he's indicating you're not going to stay there because the hand of God is going to reach down and going to pick you up. Anybody ever felt to pick me up from the Lord? I can't tell you in all the last 30 years of my ministry, I can't tell you the many times that I've had God to give me a picker-upper. Woo! Sister McGee, I remember times of driving over 1,200 miles in a month, visiting hospitals and surgeries and all those things. And we got so tired. I'm going to tell you, nothing will tire you any more than sitting in a surgery for 8, 12 hours, some of them. Sitting there for surgeries. Come on, all of those hours. And it tires you. There's nothing worse than sitting in a hospital. Remember a time that we was there almost every day for how many days, Sister McGee? 19 days. While somebody was at death's door. And finally did die. They wasn't about to let this person die. The doctor even came to me and he said, Would you talk to this family? This person is the sickest person in this hospital and they refuse to let this person die. Do surgery after surgery. Poor thing, going through surgery after surgery without cause would not let him shut his eyes and give it up. And I went and I said, hey, it's time to let it go. There is a time that God says it's enough. It's time to let it go. Come on. I want to tell you, this thing on this side of heaven is only temporary. Our sickness is only temporary. Oh, my Lord, let them go. If they're ready, let them go. Don't hold them back. I don't want to call my parents back died with cancer. I don't want to do that. I don't want to call, call my mother-in-law and father-in-law back. Come on, I, where they was at in life, I, I don't want them back here. Come on. Didn't know what was going on half the time. That's no fun. Didn't know where it was day. Didn't know where it was night. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Oh, we're blessed. Even in all of our sicknesses and all of our diseases, we're blessed, but it's only temporary. Somebody shout temporary. Somebody needs to tell the devil, this is only temporary. Come on. Satan, you better enjoy it while you can. This is only temporary. I'm about to get out of here. The trumpet's about to sound. Come on. I can almost see the lights of home. Woo! It's just temporary. Mercy. I'm feeling the Holy Ghost. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Though he fall, he's going to get back up. See, your life moves on prepared lines. Okay, I'll say it again. I said your life moves on prepared lines. Let me tell you, God works upstream. He's preparing everything before you ever get there. And whether it's good or whether it's bad, you got to realize one thing, that He's there with you. He will never send you through a storm that He's not there. He'll either... Come on. He'll either take you through the storm or he'll remove the storm. And either way, you're going to make it because the storm is only temporary. A tornado cannot last forever. It's only temporary. The storms of life can only last for a while. It's just temporary. Josh, it's just temporary. It's just temporary. Our minds just left for a minute. It'll be back just a little bit. I'll think about it after a while. It'll come to me. Ah, what was their name? Uh, I know them just like I know the back of my hand. It'll be here after a while. And when you quit trying to think about it and force it, just a little bit. Ah, I know what it was. You know what? How many times have we tried to force the hand of God? Come on, I want you to speak to me. Ooh, well, I might as well go ahead and tell it. I went in deep. It just happened to me today. I've been contemplating, you know. I hate them heavy doors on that Lincoln. Sister McGee really hates them because it's usually her that she sits on the side where if you don't watch it, it'll catch, and then it, by the time she shakes the car to get in, then it comes closed on her leg. And I hate that, but if I park the other way, so I finally just got to till I said, you just hold on, dear. I'll come on and hold the door, and you get out and you get in. So we was driving home the other day. We happened to be over in Princeton, we seen this nice car. It was in our price range. But it was nice. It was a Cadillac. I thought maybe I was going to get up Brother Mason, but I didn't make it. <laughs> Sister McGee and I made an appointment, and we went over, and we drove that thing. Man, it's nice, wasn't it, Sister McGee? Really nice. Spotless, inside out. The price was right. Happened to happened to know this guy. Used to work on his cars years ago. Knew him. He said, "Well, I told him, I said, well, I'm going to go and think about it.'" He said, "Well, just let me know Monday." He said, "I don't." I'm, he said, "Far as I, I've got two other people, three other people looking at it, but far as I'm concerned, it's yours." Until you tell me different. So I've been praying about it. See, I don't. So we we got, we we prayed before we left home to go drive it. Did we, Sister McGee? We joined hands right in the living room. Said, God, you work this out to your will. If this is your will, then let this work out. Otherwise, Lord, just give me a sign. So I told him. I said, Okay, I like the car. I just I'm not sure. I want to. I'm, I'm not sure whether I want to do it or not. I said, it's all right. He said. Just call me Monday. It's okay. I sat and after I'd come home and from the church this evening, getting ready to just relax a little bit and turn around and come back, my phone rung, and it was that guy. He said, I'm a man of my word. He said, I, I told you I wouldn't do anything until you let me know. He said, I've got, a, I've got some friends or people here right now that need a car bad. They just totaled out their car, hit a deer. And he said, I was just wondering if, if you was going to take it. Or he said, I'm a man of my word. 
And you know, it was not hard for me because I knew I'd just been praying, God, you take care of this. And I said, it sounds to me like they need a car a whole lot worse than I do. Let them have it. Come on. Let me tell you something. God always answers prayer. We get all nervous and upset about it and think, Lord, when are you going to come through? And I thought, man, I hope I, hope I get a word for tomorrow. I don't want to have to make this decision. Well, God made it for me. Sister McGee said, well, you got your answer, didn't you? I said, yes, and I'm all right with that. Come on, church. Let me tell you, this worldly stuff is only temporary. That Lincoln still gets me there and back in fine style. Even if the doors are heavy, build Sister McGee's muscles up. Glory. I got to get busy. I, I, I promised that I would get up before midnight. Let's face reality. There will be falling along the way which God orders you down. When he orders your steps, there's going to be bumps in the road. The path that God orders, you've got to remember where it's at. It's through this world. You've got to walk among these. There's going to be bumps. There's going to be trials. There's going to be sicknesses. But let me take you down to verse 28 real quick. They are preserved, the Bible says. They're preserved. Yeah, I was... I, I just for the fun of it, I had to see what that word preserved in the Hebrew meant, brother. And I looked it up, and you know what it says? It says he's going to preserve you by building a hedge of thorns around you. You think about that. I don't know of any people that like to walk through thorn bushes. He said he preserves you by building a hedge of thorns around you. What a great God. Our steps ordered by God consist us very largely in a fight with sin. The promise is victory through the fight, not escape the fight. Come on. I said, you're going to have to fight. There is victory through the fight, but he's not going to let you escape the fight. Come on. Come on. He went before Israel in the promised land, but they had to fight. They had to take the land. He gave it to them, but they had to take it. Oh, yes. Glory. I'm about to close. Peter took his eyes off Jesus while walking on the water to meet him. And he got his eyes on the storm. Forgetting who controlled the storm, Peter began to sink. And at that instant, Jesus stretched forth his hand, Brother Bob, and picked him up. Come on, somebody said it's temporary. Your fall is just temporary. Come on. I don't care if you got your eyes on Jesus and you take it off for a moment and you fall. He's going to pick you up. He'll pick you up in your sickness. He'll pick you up, Sister Angie, in your pain. He'll pick you up, Sister Sam, in your wariness of carrying this baby because you just feel like you're ready for it to be over. Well, I want to tell you, it's just temporary. Nine months and it's over. I don't know if you haven't looked that little way or not, but that's, that's right. Sister McGee, before long, you'll be married to me 52 years. I want to tell you, that's just temporary. <laughs> One of these days, we won't be married anymore. Come on. We're not divorcing either. 
But we both want to see Jesus. <laughs> Woo, glory. Hallelujah. Church, the one who commands us to pray, give us this day our daily bread, will not mock his children by withholding from them. Let me say that again. I said, the one that commands us to pray, give us this day our daily bread, will not mock his children by withholding from them. He's here to help you. All of this is just temporary stuff. It'll just last for a season, then it'll be gone. Hallelujah. Psalms 91, 11 through 15. I just want to read it. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep. Everybody said to keep. Thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands. Come on, this is what God does. Lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon. The lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon, thou shalt trample under feet. Come on. Would you get excited? Are you understanding what I'm saying? You're going to walk on these things. Come on. Hallelujah. All of these things that you're facing, he's going to let you step on. Come on. He's going to turn your trial into a blessing. <laughs> Glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him and I will set him on high because he has known my name. He said, if you've known my name, I'm going to take care of you. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. Yeah, I know. Somebody's saying, I'm in trouble right now. Well, he's with you. The Bible says it. I will deliver him and honor him. Glory. It's almost been an hour. I've got, I've got just a little bit of time, about enough. But Mason, you can come. I'm going I'm to tell a little story here. Derek Redmond was 26 years old. He was favored to win the four-meter race in 1992 Barcelona Olympics. Halfway into his semifinal heat, a fiery pain seared through his right leg, and he crumpled to the track with a torn hamstring. As the medical attendants were approaching, Redmond fought to his feet. It was an animal instinct, he would later say. He set out hoping, hopping, pushing away the coaches in crazed attempt to finish the race. When he reached the stretch, a big man pushed through the crowd. He was wearing a t-shirt that read, Have you hugged your child today? And a hat that challenged, Just do it. The man was... Jim Redmond, Derek's father. He said, son, you don't have to do this. Weeping because his son was in pain. Derek said, yes, I do, Dad. I got to do it. Well then, said Jim, we're going to finish this together. And they did. Jim wrapped Derek's arm around his shoulder and helped him hobble to the finish line, fighting off security men. The son's head sometimes buried in his father's shoulder. They stayed in Derek's lane to the end. The crowd clapped, then stood and cheered and wept as the father and son finished the trip. What made the father do it? What made the father leave the stands to meet his son on the track? Was it the strength of his child? No, it was the pain of his child. His son was hurt and fighting to complete the race, so father came to help him. He was a winner because he endured to the end. Church, 
church, this is just temporary. The battle is about one. You look around the world today, it's about to come to an end. It's about to split the eastern skies. And what we're in right now is only temporary. Let us stand. Hallelujah. You may be going through something right now, but I want to tell you that it's only temporary. This altar is open tonight. Maybe you just want to tell the Lord about it. Maybe you want to just lay it on the altar and say, Oh, Lord, I realize this is just temporary. And I'm willing to stay the course, Lord, as long as you'll be with me. Amen? Come on, altar's open. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.